Well, that worked out exactly how I planned, said no one ever. I Feel Awful, Chronicles of Leadership, a micro-podcast featuring Christine Sachs, Juanita Molano-Para, Katharina Schneegas, and Robert Kwong. Chronicle 92, Possibility Underneath Possibilities, Partnership, Life. Today, we are talking about the conference where Robert, Juanita, and I had the chance to talk about our wonderful podcast, I Feel Awful. And with a little distance between the conference and now, we came together today and started a conversation and reflecting on partnership. Since we were talking about how it was for us to work um, among or across different cultures and backgrounds, and we're reflecting on what went well and what didn't went well and thought it would be a great opportunity to share that with you as well and invite you to listen uh, while we talk through your lens of partnership and your organization, team, or wherever. Great. So that was an interesting process, creating something like this uh, together. It was the first time for me to speak on a conference in a team. Never done that before. Before I was always on my own and was able to set up the structure. And this experience for me was so different. And the biggest difference for me was to do it in partnership with Robert and Juanita and Christine as well to create something together. Although let's How be, do... partnership with me is mostly, I was like, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ooh, also bit. important. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> you know, I got to play the easiest role, which is like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, no, that doesn't sound good. I didn't have to create anything. So it <laughs> was kind of like the peanut gallery. <laughs> Well, I think even before the partnership is the piece about working as a group and as a team, because I think for many of us, um, we work by ourselves. Like we run our own businesses and we may have an assistant, we may have a marketing support, we may have supports here and there. But I think at least for me, after leaving the corporate world and all, I've started to work a lot by myself and in a way resist working in teams with others. I'll help others work in teams. I won't actually do it myself. And so I think that in itself is a is a is a different or was a different experience because it was creating something with other humans that are different, think different, operate differently. And then from there, creating the partnership was, I don't, like, not predictable, not, 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 how do you say this, mandatory? It, it didn't have to happen, and we made it happen. Um, so it, I think that that was something. Yeah, yeah, I agree, Rune. That was a very different experience for me, too. Usually, I'm the one taking care of everything in a team because I simply can't be with people who are not doing the work. So I either get on their nerves all the time or I simply do it for them. <laughs> and this time it was different because I knew that I wouldn't be able to simply because uh, I only know the German perspective or the German culture and my background and a little bit of the US perspective since I lived there. But I knew that I wasn't be able to take over your parts. And I also wasn't intrigued because you were involved. So please not take this in the wrong way. Um, 
but to be honest i we did have moments where we all were a little frustrated and stuck and we didn't know how to move forward and what would be next um and it was so interesting for me to experience how we overcame the stuckness um for me almost the moment where we started really creating a flow was where we all were accepting that we're different and we bring different things and we just brought that without hating it you know i brought some structure and pillars tried to like create something to put it in there robert brought his um piano creative spirit to it juanita was able to condense all the different chaotic thoughts robert and i brought into an overarching theme and help us organize it um and that was so interesting to see how different we were and how amazing it was once we allowed all the difference the different flow um speed and all of this into the conversation and to add a I think what was different for me in organizations as well, you usually have like a very tight schedule and deadline and we were able to start early enough. So we had enough wiggle room and start to continue the work when we got stuck and had some time to let, let it breathe almost. Yeah, for me, um, <clears throat> the process was very interesting. I distinctly remember the experience of, um, feeling like our collaborative process was going to be about like working beyond just in one way. It, I found it like it wasn't possible to just work in a way where, oh, it's predictable when I work separately, like our separate portions and then the parts where we come together. It was almost like working with different muscles and different dynamics and, um, and doing that continually, meaning building off of the times where we could co-work together and then go back into our separate lives and keep developing and thinking. And <clears throat> it was interesting. We also had a little bit more time, like a couple months than we initially thought. And so it was actually, we had the experience of uh, being with it um, quite a bit longer than we were anticipating. And even that process was interesting to be with each other and colleagues and, um, with things that are like beyond our control and and all of it so uh for me the takeaway in as far as partnership is like being in different types of partnerships within the same project almost and normally i might have a definitive idea or role about how i might show up but actually depending on the circumstances the time um when we were available how much time we had together you know those all kind of had to evolve together as a collective. Um, and traditionally, you know, in like group projects, that's the part that I find to be the most challenging. But in this case, you know, because of our commitment to showing up together, you know, to the day of, um, it was like an incredible learning experience for me as well. So I really credit everyone on the podcast and on this call with that, you know, for me. That brings up an interesting question for me, Robert, which is all of us have had some version of a corporate background and we've all worked quote unquote on teams in a corporate background. I'd be curious about what was retained, good or bad, from history and what was different around how you partnered together around this. 
because I think it may also for the people listening provide some grounding about what was different about the way you all chose to work versus you know what seems possible or available to people. One big difference for me was that we spend a lot of time in the beginning and that's a very coachy thing, but really cool to try out um, if you're intrigued. We spend a lot of time on focusing on our intention and our objectives, not only what we want to uh, transfer to the audience, but also how we as a team want this to go and what's important for us and how we want to bring our voice and what are typical challenges that we have in teams like this. We talked about that in the very beginning and it was helpful to come back to that in between. And we documented most of it as well. So uh, talking about the objective regarding the audience and the content was really helpful because at, that, at one point you get very caught up in the details and everything. And you're like, ah, we have so much content. And then once you get back to the intention or the proposal for us, the objectives that we created months ago, like, oh, that's so good. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> it was good to almost zoom out again and, and think about the intention again. So that piece, the intentional piece of talking about uh, what are the outcomes that we want to create and also how do we want to work together and what might be challenges that we want to be aware of and remind each other around. Um, and that was something that I never experienced in a corporate environment thus far um, in my job, at least not with the very personal, what's your personal goal, what's meaningful and important for you personally um, in this project. I think some things that are more maybe logistics, but that are, that, that I think are important parts of it are one, the project planning of it. So, okay, like, by what, like when is the conference, when is the launch, when is the deadline, whatever that is, what needs to happen by this date, what needs to happen by this date, and so on, so that we would have a, a game plan, like an actual like date, week by week, uh, things of what needed to be done or be ready. That's one. And then two, having tools to collaborate. And it seems like a simple thing, but it really does make a difference having ways in which like having the tools that allow you to create together to collaborate when we are all the same quote unquote room, be it physical, be it a Zoom room, uh, but also when we are apart and creating on your own, because I think something I picked from what you were sharing, Robert, too, is that our partnership was when we were together, but also in our times of creation by ourselves. And so be it a shared platform of documents, we did everything on Google Drive, be it like the post-its on the wall, we use mural to kind of create that experience, but having the right tools to collaborate is a, it was an important part of it too. Um, <clears throat> for me, just based on my own corporate and nonprofit background, you know, one thing that we were pretty open um, in sharing with each other as we were working together, especially because it was over, you know, several months is, at least for me, we were a little more transparent about things related to well-being and health. Um, and I think there were a couple different factors just because of logistics. Like we were working across different time zones. So we were showing up and seeing each other, um, you know, often outside of a regular work schedule. We're seeing each other and discussing ideas and commitments um, in such a way that I felt like we were 
allowing ourselves to hold space for each other's uh, stuff around just things that come up for people, like our well-being, our health, and all of that. And normally, in my corporate background, it was more, you know, I'm going to take out these days specifically to take care of that, you know, outside of the office. So there was a little bit of like a curtain, if you will, with that. And because of this project and the structure and the container for it, um, you know, I guess for me, it felt like we were trying to make room for both to allow for discussions about what's going on with us in that regard, but then also still holding each other in terms of excellence, what we know each other to be, our capabilities. And um, I, that's not really an experience that I've had that, that often. It's usually kind of a, there's certain discussions that stays out of certain rooms is, all, is what I'll say, especially around health. Well, that brings up a controversy, if I can be British. And if there's anybody British listening, I'm so sorry. But I love how the Brits say controversy as opposed to controversy. Anyway, um, I think one of the things, <laughs> you can't say Juanita's on mute, like trying to figure out how to say it. Um, it's uh, one of the things that occurred as you were all speaking was um, like, we're here as coaches, as people who are interested in people focusing on the partnership the human element and i think that inside of a i'm sure at some point for all of you but very much so inside of a corporate environment eh, do the people matter as much as the results it's a hard choice to make right so what would you given how you all were practicing something different and creating this presentation that was going out to a global platform etc cetera, etc cetera, what was your experience of the results versus the human partnership kind of because I think you're human I think you probably were like oh my god it's gotta be good it would be good if you all would just do your work you know <laughs> to Robert your point of the like group project that we're all used to working on what's the joke when I die I want everybody I was on a group project to lower my casket to the ground so they can let me down one more time you know that that joke right so I began <laughs> Everybody's laughing. I would be curious to hear your experience of working through what I assert would be an attachment to results and partnership and where you found yourselves at the end of the process. Great point, Christine. I think that was the first moment where we really got stuck in the group was when we we're focusing too much on the results. And for me, it was a little bit like the taste of frustration because my way of doing things was different than Robert's or Juanita's approach. And we almost chose like different places to start or to go from. And I noticed that, you know, my German brain got impatient. I was like, we need to fill the structure. <laughs> uh, but then instead we paused and had a conversation about, you know, what we want to create instead, which was so much more richer and helpful. But that was one piece for me where I felt like it was worth it to take a step back and really invite everyone in the conversation and acknowledge that everyone has different approaches and different speed and different place where we would like to start and where we would like to, or how we would like to go um, to the next part. Um, and it was also paying off on the results later. <laughs> once I, I was able to be a little bit more patient. <laughs> yeah, I think 
I find that to be such a hard question because sometimes sometimes in in organizations it feels like it's an either or question where you either focus on the results or you focus on the people and I think it just gets to a very strong either or when you're in a when it's an emergency and and I don't mean like a life or that real emergency I mean like a fire drill in an organization when something is happening and it needs to happen right now and in those moments like because everything is so tense there isn't it feels like there isn't room for both and you cannot really care for the human the other piece and so I do think you can but like that's kind of like I'll, I'll put a pin on that I think something that makes a difference is when you care for the human all along so that we had space for connection we had space for everything that Katarina and Robert have shared as we went through the process and so when we faced those challenges of getting stuck we had been human first and so we had room for that and we could move on and we could get to the results allowing both when like the week off we had a challenge where like there like one of us wasn't feeling great and so what are we going to do and that felt like a fire drill but again because we had been human first we had worked on our connection and we had worked on this together there were ways for us to figure this out and still have the results and still have the connection and partnership um so i guess like in that my answer is more like when you bring the human connection in in partnership with results really that the partnership is of the human and the results when we bring those things together throughout it just works differently yeah i, I think for me um when i think about partnership and working with others and connection um you know, one thing I would say looking back is, um, you know, the desire to have created a more like shorthand between all of us, especially in terms of like um, connecting with the audience and things like that. But that was such an interesting experience. And the closest example I have is working in like a music ensemble or if you worked in like a creative, you know, where creativity is sort of just the norm and expectation and you're kind of working in flow together. And um, because we're a language-based podcast with the translations, you know, I kind of saw in real time the power of language and how we could have used that um, knowing that we were going to be connecting with an audience. And, um, but I kind of see it as like a huge point of possibility and sense of empowerment in being able to own that um, so that we can both take care of what's behind the scenes and also show up to get to know everyone who was taking the time out to share space and be with us that day. And if I had one little nugget for myself as an area to practice is like taking, um, capitalizing on being able to find our own shorthands, knowing who you're working with and who the audience is and all of that. So something for the future. Possibility underneath possibilities. That's the thing. You always unlock a next level. <laughs> yeah, great. Well, I think it's time to wrap it up with our beloved call to action. Number one, for those 
supporting a team and or managing a team leading a project remember that your preferences your opinions aren't the truth and partnership doesn't mean you soften up a directive partnership probably looks a little bit different and the practice of un being unattached to the rightness or your opinion in support of partnership and say number two noticing to what gets in the way of partnership for you and number three before you actually start working sit down with your team and define what partnership means to them and what they are willing to practice within the project see you next week you can follow us on the web at www.christinesaxcoaching.com